Good morning. Welcome to Heart and Soul Center of Light. My name is Ron Marshall, and I'm a licensed practitioner at Heart and Soul, and I'm honored to be facilitating our meditation experience this morning. This morning, we're taking the opportunity to immerse ourselves in stillness so that we may connect with the knower within, so that it may be our guide during this time of change. So wherever you are, I invite you to make yourself comfortable so that you may be open to divine guidance. It might help to uncross your arms and legs, clear your lap of any objects, and allow the chair and floor to support your back and feet. Also know that right where you are, God is, and therefore it is safe and sacred space. So if you are willing, I invite you to gently allow your eyes to close and take this opportunity to relax and let go of all that has happened up until this moment. Now join me in taking a deep, conscious breath. Let's breathe in and release with a sigh. And just give thanks for the breath as you gently allow it to return to its natural rhythm. And as we enter the stillness, I offer this affirmation as our guide. I have been that I have been. I am that I am. And I will be what I will be simultaneously.
I have been that I have been. I am that I am. And I will be what I will be simultaneously. I now invite you to return your awareness to the space that you are in. To do so, you might focus on your feet and notice and feel the support of the floor beneath. You might gently rub your palms together and begin to expand your awareness and feel the space around you. And when you are ready, I invite you to gently allow your eyes to open. This completes our meditation experience. And so it is. Thank you for creating this safe and sacred container of love for our service this morning. We have a wonderful opportunity during these times to spend more time being still and renewing our connection with the one. And I invite you to do so whenever and wherever possible. It has been a pleasure and an honor to facilitate this morning's meditation. Thank you. family and welcome to heart and soul center of lights sunday virtual service today is sunday october 25th my name is sonia russell i am a licensed practitioner and proud member here at heart and soul and then it's my great pleasure to welcome you this morning and to let you know how you can be more fully involved here at heart and soul center of light I want to make sure that you know that our theme adventures in faith expect a miracle is always unfolding and so we want to make sure that we are tapped into it expecting miracles is a daily sometimes hourly activity um, and so we are also spending time steeping ourselves in a year of miracles by mary ann williamson today is the 299th day of the year family and the affirmation that she gives is i greet everyone i meet today with the love that's in my heart i'm so grateful for the opportunity to remember to be present to people as i greet them with love today yes family i want to remind you to stay connected in all the ways that there are to stay connected facebook youtube please remember to subscribe to our channel um, instagram twitter and all of the ways that we have that you listen to your podcasts, you are able to find us. Wanna make sure that you know that towards the end of service, we will have an opportunity to give in community, but you can give at any time by visiting our website, heartsoulcenter.org slash give or texting to give. You can also sign up for our recap so that you can get um, opportunities for engagement as well as any other things we have coming up right in your mailbox. And I invite you to continue in our community affirmation Thank you for everything. I have no complaint. 
whatsoever. Our year of miracles is not happening tomorrow. We want to remind you that it will resume uh, next Monday, November 2nd, but there will be no year of miracles session tomorrow, October 26th. Also, there is no Imagining Justice this week, Wednesday the 28th. They will be returning on November 4th. Family, we getting ready for this anniversary, so y'all should know we're trying to clear the runway so we can be bring y'all all the magic on anniversary time. On Thursday, I want to make sure you're visiting Tammy Hall on her Facebook page at 6 p.m. Pacific time. She is absolute treasure of our community. Make sure that we are supporting her and tipping her well on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific on our Facebook, YouTube, and via podcast, Reverend Andriette's weekly vlog, Point of Power, will give you a pop to support your continued transformation. Make sure that you are liking it and sharing it. We want to give great thanks. The Urban Mindfulness Summit was so good yesterday, y'all, and so we're giving thanks for all of those who participated and supported us. Um, it was an amazing time. We invite you to be with us this afternoon um, for our session with um, the Health and Wellbeing Circle. We're finding out how to call forth mindfulness practices that we already engage in um, and have an opportunity to explore new ones. So make sure that you join us today. That session starts at one o'clock um, and it is the same information you had from previously registering. And like I said, our anniversary is coming next Sunday, November 1st, 10 o'clock Pacific time. Make sure you remember to fall back so that you don't miss it. Um, music, oh, bless my heart. Music, messages and miracles. Family, we're excited to have um, that happening with us um, next Sunday. So we invite you uh, to be with us. And I wanna make sure that you know that we are deep in our 30 days of prayer and empowerment leading up to the election. And we invite you to join us. A daily prayer will absolutely change not only our lives, um, but the outcomes of our future. And that also leads me to remind you that we have group prayer following service um, by about 10 minutes, as well as on Wednesdays at 7 a.m. Pacific time. Um, prayer is good any time of the day and we invite you into it. And so family, I invite you to take a moment and find your breath. Our vision was revealed to us before we were a church in any configuration. And so we like to ensure that we are continuously rooted in it. And so we recited together, family. We are a loving and compassionate, world-class teaching and empowerment ministry. Through a consciousness of universal God presence, we release all resistance, separation, and fear. We claim our personal liberation and accept the eternal availability of joy, love, and abundance. Through our intention to be love and spread joy, we engender reflections of the same and more in others. Our ministry is a gift to the world, which expands through our practice and dedication. We welcome all people, and together we make a quantifiable positive difference on the planet. And so it is. <sighs> so family, I invite you to simply allow yourself to be fully present in this moment. 
as we touch and agree and remember to remember that it is God that woke us this morning, that kept us while we slept. The infinite presence of the one life that courses through our veins, that brings the change in the season, that rose the sun this morning. It is what beats our hearts. We are one with the infinite power of the entire universe. All that we are is born of God. I know this, I trust this, I accept this. I know that each and every one of us are one with the one. Every person, every place, every situation is filled with the infinite. It is without exception and regardless of appearances of things. And so from this place, I, Sonia, speak my word on behalf of my beloved Heart and Soul Center of Light community, giving thanks in advance that our heart's desires continue to be made manifest. And that we continue to be willing to live from a place of knowing that it is possible to have a world that works for everyone. We continue to live in the knowing that hope keeps us alive. We continue to live in the knowing that the evolution of our lives is upon us and that with open hearts and open minds and a remembering that love is all there is, our success is inevitable. And so I am giving thanks for heart and soul center of light and all that it endeavors to be on the planet. I'm giving thanks for the permission, for the power, for the authenticity that resides in this place and in our hearts. I'm giving thanks that we come together in community with like minds and like hearts and knowing the truth of the infinite. I am giving thanks that today and every day, God is unfolding in our favor. And so it is in perfect gratitude, family, that I simply release this word, knowing that not only is this service and everyone that supports it and is a part of it and is listening to it and makes it possible is blessed. I know that our time together is blessed. And I release it knowing that it is so, allowing it to be now and forever. And so it is. Amen. like the air around me It's like the sunlight on my face I feel the love of God surround me I am touched by amazing
closer than the sunlight, nearer than the Like the sunlight on my face I feel the love of God surround me I am touched by amazing grace And all I ever wanted And all I ever needed was already there Closer than the sunlight Nearer than the
I breathe in and I am filled with the Spirit. It is joy to my soul. Good morning, heart and soul. That was Reverend Michael Gott, nearer than air. I am in this, in this amazing space of, well, y'all know what it's like when something quite magnificent has been accomplished. So I just want you to know that there is so much of that in my life right now, but what is right up in front of me, right at the top of my heart, is Urban Mindfulness Summit 2020. I'm just, like I feel my soul expanding. Last year, mid-November, we launched the very first Heart and Soul Center of Light Urban Mindfulness Summit 2019, created by the, our Heart and Soul Imagining Justice co-leadership team plus Sonia Russell. So the three of them in collaboration, this is uh, Valerie Joy Fidmont and David Walker who co-lead Imagining Justice, and that's a year round or at least the academic year. And then Sonia Russell joined them in collaboration and cr they cr together they created Urban Mindfulness Summit 2019. And it was fabulous. It was great. I'm, I'm kind of modulating my language, my adjectives, because the 2020 was yesterday. And because that blew the roof off, I'm trying to remember just how good was last year. Because before yesterday, I was all about how good last year was. Oh, I could have just sung the song and danced the dance. But then yesterday happened, and that blew 2019 out the water. I don't even remember what happened last year, and I was a part of it. Yesterday was fire. Now, just so you know, that's a term that's in the common culture vernacular right now. It's not a term I use, but I had to start using it yesterday about noon because it was fire. Let me just tell you what what unfolded, there was this amazing combination of wisdom. Wisdom from us, our expanded community, from those that serve the community at large in its most expanded form. Here's what was different. In my life, I often come across the wise ones and they know their stuff, they are all about it, they can A to Z one to a trillion, they can give it up. What was different yesterday is that the panel members, Supervisor Keith Carson, Oakland City Council person, Lynette McElhaney, Bishop Yvette Flunder from City of Refuge, stripped down to the very core of their heart vibration 
and transformed the planet via their consciousness. Now, this was modulated and moderated by our dear sister activist and sculptor, Dana King. So it was that combination that made this thing happen that just took it off the scale of anything that I anticipated wisdom. I anticipated truth speaking, a high consciousness. They moved out beyond and shared so deeply and so transformatively that it changed everything. The day began, the morning began with a message from the Honorable Representative, U.S. Representative Barbara Lee. Just so you know, Barbara Lee speaks for me. So she started us off. She set the tone and it just went off into the stratosphere from there. Here's what I want you to know. I'm not just bragging. Well, yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. I was about to tell you I wasn't just bragging on us, but I am, and for good reason. But we're not done, because this afternoon at 1 o'clock, our health and well-being circle is in collaboration with uh, our Imagining Justice circle, and they have, I just love this, this afternoon it is Everyday Spiritual and Mental Health Mindfulness. Can I just tell you we need some of that right now? We have been in a state where so many just need to dip into the pool of spiritual and mental health mindfulness to add this to your program. So this is mindfulness practices, and that's what's going to happen this afternoon. I'm going to tell you, be there or be square. Get some of this so that the week can begin in a new way. So that as we launch November and through the end of this year, you are in balance and you have some of what is required for our forward motion. Heart and soul is up to stuff. So, you know, next month, November, is our anniversary. So next, I almost said next summer, next Sunday begins November, and we'll begin our celebration in earnest. So you don't want to miss it because there's a there revelation that will a revelation that will be revealed. Go on, Andrea. Use the language. We are going to um, you know there's new stuff to share. We are in flux and in change, and there's stuff that we want to share with you. And the Urban Mindfulness Summit is the perfect launch for all that we're about as we launch the the. 2021, which we always begin from our anniversary, seeing what's next for us. So here's the thing. A lot's been going on. A couple of weeks ago, I was um, asked to, well, I was asked some time ago, but a couple of weeks ago, I actually spoke from here, but in Kentucky. So my dear sister minister, uh, Sonny Cantrell Smith, asked me if I would speak to her community, Ahava CSL, Centers for Spiritual Living, Ahava Center for Spiritual Living, and I did. And so what I want to do is to share that talk with you. So I'm not going to speak live today. I'm going to share that talk with you because it feels like 
that's where I want to begin. I want that to set the stage, the tone, for our launch next week, where it will all be live. There'll be live music, live message, and miracles abounding. So dare I say you don't want, well, you don't want to miss today. And you certainly don't want to miss next week. And in fact, I'm going to encourage you to bring some folks next week. But for now, what I want you to know is that when I spoke at Ahava a couple of weeks ago, that the music that they offered is the music that we're offering today. They had someone sing Michael Gott's song. You just heard Michael Gott singing it. And then after the message, they sang another song, and we're going to feature that same song today. So my prayer is that you will appreciate and take to heart this message from a couple of weeks ago when I spoke to the Ahava Center for Spiritual Living. I want to let you know that Ahava and Heart and Soul Center of Light have so much in common. Sunny is right that in those early days, as we talked about the fact that we both founded, um, with, had teams, founding teams for our spiritual centers in 2009. I think y'all were about May or or uh, a little later, but we were November of 2009. So we are just right there together. And I consider Sunny my sister. So in addition to that, we are both using Adventures in Faith. Adventures in Faith is our 2020 theme um, for the year. Actually, it was our 2019. Sometimes we get a little carried away, just so you know. If it gets good to us, we just put it on repeat and we just continue doing it until we're done with it. So what we've added to that is expect a miracle. Because in this year, 2020, we are in divine expectation of a miracle, which means we are doing our work. We are also declaring hashtag 2020 in 2020. So there's work. It's a call to action. It's a call to depth. It's a call to expansion of our consciousness and our spiritual practices. So I am so grateful for this theme of looking at what would we love? Because 2020, first of all, because most of us, if not all of us, have been sheltered in place for at least some of the time. That has left us with time to look at who we are and whose we are and what's going on in us and what changes we can make. So this question of what would we love goes right to the heart of what is it that we're passionate about? One of the, what I loved was in Michael Gott's song that uh, Justin Norris sang, um, Nearer Than the Air. Part of the lyric says, all I ever wanted, all I ever needed is already there. This is a moment when we can look more deeply to see what is my heart's desire and how far away from it the master teacher Yeshua that the world ultimately came to call Jesus has been, uh, has been said to have said these words. 
that the kingdom of God is at hand. It is not over there. It's not after the next class. It's not in the new relationship. It's not the year after next, after you have a birthday or after you move or after anything. It is at hand, which translates to right now. Right now in this very moment, all I ever wanted, all I ever needed is already there. It's like the air I breathe. Imagine, if you will, if we came to that understanding, to that awareness, that right where we are, the whole perfect and complete nature of the divine is having its way with us according to our willingness to be receptive, to be open and available to the divine. That's what I've come to talk about. Look, in my preparation for, for this experience, to share this experience with, uh, with y'all this morning, I came across this blogger's work. And here's what Lee Drogan is, I'm making up the pronunciation of his last name, but here's what he says. He says, most people are basically just doing what they're told or what they think they're supposed to do. And no, this is not one of those they don't have the ability to follow their passion because of economic issues or physical issues or blah, blah, blah. More often than not, they really simply do not have the passion. Translate to the willingness to know that right where you are, right where we are right now, everything required for the journey is provided. Because of that, I want to share with you, kind of in contrast to that, one of my favorite quotes by T.S. Eliot. He says that only those who risk going too far can possibly find out how far they can go. So this is me calling you out. This is me encouraging you to go too far. Rather than check yourself in your passion, check yourself in your willingness to be all that you can be. Instead, have somebody have to pull your chain back. I think sometimes that's why I have a crew. That's why I have a team. So that they can go, okay, Rev, you're going a little too far now. You're doing too many things. Because I believe our calling in life is to go the full distance, go as far as you can possibly go. Because it is in that stretch that we determine, oh my goodness, I can do more than I ever thought I could do. Some of us have had a physical challenge and we thought we'd you know, you'd have to limp or you didn't know that you'd, you'd be able to lift your arm high enough to do it. And then the circumstances were such that you had to go further than you realized you could even go. And you ended up not just reaching there, but working the thing out. Not just limping along, but walking in it. Not just sometimes you caught yourself dancing to the right kind of music, just when the, the thing comes on that you can't do. You can't just sit there and allow it to unfold. This is what I'm wanting to ignite because my passion is really to engage and inspire imagination in a way that folks feel empowered and inspired to transform their lives according to their vision. So this is me doing my thing, living my passion, calling folks out into a higher and greater expression. Yeah, something in me 
lets me know that I just need to say to you, I love you the way you are. I'm not saying anything is wrong with you at all. This is not a criticism in any way, shape, or form. I love you just as you are, and you're going to have to change. If you intend to stay on the planet, if you intend to be here tomorrow morning, you're going to have to change because it'll be a new day that requires a new thing from you. I love you. Here's the thing about passion. Our passion is a powerful thought vibration. This is why it's so important for us to be in touch with, to have an awareness of our passion because it is a vibration. It's a frequency. See, there are those things that you do, just as the brother said in, in his blog, there are those things you do because you're told to do them, because you got to do them, because you have to, because you're scared not to do them. This ain't that. I'm talking about that that you do that you would get up out of your sickbed to do. And often I have. And it, it makes my life work. My life comes alive when I am up to what I know is my passion. It's like a powerful magnet. Our passion sends out vibrations and exerts a force sufficient to attract a piece of metal several times larger. Your passion is your thing. It will work magic, miracles in your life. This is for the uninitiated, though. It's only magic and miracles if you don't know how this thing works. If you know how life gets to be the way it is, then you understand this is, nor, this is not magic, nor is it a miracle. This is instead exactly me working the law and the law working me. This is me fully engaged in all that is required of me because I'm taking up space on the planet. And if I'm here on the planet, and I am, and you are, then there is a calling on your life. There's something that when you awaken that in you, it straightens out the rocky places. It gets you to, to your end zone. It gets you to accomplish all that you intended, what you're here for. I've come to tell you that our passion is a mighty, mighty force. So here's the idea. With enthusiasm, I'm going to encourage you to think about what it is you live to be and do. This is one way that um, Gary Sinek talks about getting to our why. And I think our why reveals our passion. So I live to, in my case, engage and inspire imagination. I tell stories, I'll tell jokes. Y'all know, my people will tell you, I'll dress up in a costume. I'll hop on one leg. I'll do pretty much anything other than sing on mic, aloud so other people can hear me, because that just, you know, you'd forget what the message was. But look at here, I will do whatever is required to awaken imagination and inspire folks so that they will be empowered and inspired to transform their lives. Because I can't transform anybody's life. But I see the opportunity for transformation. And so my work is to illuminate the opportunity in a way that folks are awakened to it, drawn to it, desire to be a part of it. That's what my passion is. My sense is that if you use this little how to get to your why to, then you'll get a sense that you live to 
And once you're in touch with that, it opens up the life that is available to you. In the song, in Michael Gott's song, he says, I feel the love of God. I am touched by amazing grace. That's that moment. It's that moment where you're touched by amazing grace, where you feel that the world is open to you. You have your niche right there. You, have, you are rocking and rolling with who you are and whose you are, and you are living in the field of amazing grace such that everything is available to you in empowering ways. Here's the thing, though. Orison Martin tells us this, that we often demagnetize ourselves. Remember I told you that your passion is a powerful magnet, but we often work hard to demagnetize ourselves by wrong thinking and lack of faith. That is to say, those are those moments where we talk ourselves out of being you. I talk me out of being the fullness of me. I, I, I'm not even going to tell you all, because you know, you know the things you tell yourself, that as you tell yourself these things, you literally are getting shorter and smaller in your own universe. And so the idea here is what that's doing is it's demagnetizing you. It's demagnetizing your passion, your enthusiasm, your connection and engagement of spirit. He says we see only the obstacles. In those moments, we see the problems. We see the people that are going to be obstacles for us. We see what's in the way. And the more we look at them, the bigger they get and the smaller we are. <laughs> yeah, we're like the, they were giants and we were grasshoppers. It's, it's that idea where we begin to see how it wouldn't work and we become the experts on what won't work. It was once our vision. It was on our treasure map. And now we're talking about we're the experts, we're the masters about how it's not going to work, how nobody will come to that class, how we're already failed and we've not even begun. And it's all in our mind. He says we forget that we are humans working with God, that as humans working with God, that God is greater than any obstacle that can oppose itself and nothing can oppose itself to his will. That's where I want us. I want us in that awareness. Ernest Holmes says this. He says that the power within you responds definitely, definitively to direct conscious thought. That's how life gets to be the way it is. It responds as a mathematical law. Now, you know, when we start talking mathematical law, we're talking about the exactness of it. It's not that if it's on a good day, it works. Mathematical law puts in our mind an awareness that this is absolute. Oh, this is going to work this way all the time. No matter where I am, no matter how I feel, no matter what I say, this is going to work. I must, it's about cause and effect. It's that absolute that my work is to get in alignment with it. Mine is to find where's my spot in this, because it's good. I just have to find where I belong in it. I've come today to tell you something. There's a spot for you, and you are the spot. There's a light that you are 
that I've come to engage and ignite your imagination that you might see yourself active and engaged in a new way in your life that you transform your life into your vision, into your heart's desire. You see, Ernest Holmes reminds us that no one can reverse your use of this law. No one. Now, they can say some stuff to you. And if you allow yourself to be vulnerable to others' opinions and ideas about what you should or ought to do, you're doomed. He says, therefore, you not only have some power at the center of your being, you have access to all the power there is at the center of your being, not in other folks. All the presence there is and to the only divine, the living one, the strong one that there is. I've come today with a message that a passionate dream, one you desire to accomplish, it's hard to keep from yourself. You have to work to not be in it, to not have it be so in your life. And often we are working against ourselves. I know it looks like him and her doing it to you. But in truth, if we look more closely, and I want to inspire you to look more closely in your life and see what's really happening. See if it isn't you doing you. In those instances, when you feel put upon, and you feel like your heart's desire is not acceptable, I want to encourage you to hold your own counsel. That regardless of all the negative thoughts currently filling your mind or that you're hearing on the airwaves, you must teach yourself to think in more positive ways, to think in more open ways. It's, it's your responsibility. There's no magic. There's nobody who can make you think better about you. You're going to have to make that your life's work. To see yourself as whole, as perfect, as complete. I'm not pretending that's easy. I came to this teaching out of a time that I call when I lived under the bed. And I call it that in my own, I'm not out speaking about it necessarily that way, but that's how I call it. Oh, that was the time when you were living under the bed. And it's because I was hiding out. I was literally in a dark night of the soul. And while there, here's what I found. I was no longer me, the me that I loved, the me that had proficiencies, the me that had skills and abilities, the me that had personality, the me that was a light unto the light. She didn't exist under the bed. During that time, I was sleeping days and awake nights. Now, anybody who knows me knows something very wrong with that because that's not who and how I am. But I was in literally a dark night of the soul from which I did not know at the time I would ever emerge. And then at 
3 a.m. in the morning when I would have ordinarily been asleep and never seen this. Never would have ever seen this. It was a broadcast of Terry Cole Whitaker. And I remember kind of leaning up on one elbow, kind of with a, what's she talking about? And it was, she was talking about affirmations. And I remember writing something down. And I just said that over and over and over and over. And what I learned later, because I didn't understand then how life got to be the way it is. Now I understand some of that. But then what I knew was that every thought that I was holding was diminishing my sense of me. I was turning into somebody else. Frankly, I was beginning to think I had turned into something else. I didn't even have a full sense of my embodiment. So it wasn't even a somebody else. It was something else. I had lost my sense of the purpose of my life or the value, forget the purpose, the value of my life that I deserve to be here. And whatever this affirmation was, I posted it everywhere. I just wrote it over and over. I said it over and over. And what I began to notice was that other conversation, all of those thoughts that I had been, the information that I had been taking in about me, it got more quiet. The affirmation got louder. My self-criticism and self-resignation and denigration got lighter and the volume of it was eventually turned down so low I couldn't even hear it. And I was forever changed. My prayer is today that somebody hears something, that, that somebody heard something in the song, that somebody heard something in the prayer. You see, Neville says you can experience your heart's desire through the use of your imagination. Come on, imagination. You imagine in the worst case scenario, so I know you're good at this. You have already worked out if you do this and you do that, you won't have enough money too. Well, use that imagination to begin imagining what if it all works out? What if it says nothing is impossible to your imagination? What if, just for drill, your imagination is unlimited? What if? And if you can't bring that to bear for yourself, if you can't reach that, if you're like, Rev, I'm going to need you to come back another week because I'm not clear I can do all that with my imagination. I'm going to invite you to try it on just for drill is what I say. Just for drill. Don't commit to it. Don't believe me. Just say, you know what, since she spent her time getting up early coming in here, I'm just going to try this. But I mean, I'm not going to commit to it. I'm just going to try it for tomorrow. When I get up tomorrow, I'm going to try it. And if it don't work, I'm going to tell Reverend Sunny to tell her it don't work. But I'm going to tell you this, you better have tried it all the dang day. Because if you have a report about what doesn't work, we need to review that you really worked it. Because here's what I know. It works if you work it. It works when you work it. I know it works. And I dare you to work it. You see, love, <laughs> love is the fulfillment, Ernest Holmes says, of the law. So this is, this is me saying, 
we might have to call on a higher love. We might be required to call forth a higher love than where we've been hanging out. See, what I know is there's no way for you to avoid love. You are loved. You can pretend like you're not. You can live your life in such a way that you are unaware of the love in which you live. You know, who you are and how you are is in love. God is love and you are, you know, all of that. But I know that we can live in a way like when I lived under the bed. I had no connection with being loved or loving lost to myself, not answering the phone, not answering the door. So those who loved me couldn't even access me during that time. So I understand how dark it can be. But I want to remind you that Dr. Ernest Holmes said, love is the fulfillment of the law. It's present, it's there. Only through love, he says, can the law fulfill itself in your experience, get thee a higher love. Where, wherever you're playing now, that's good, and I'm proud of you for playing at that level. But I'm going to need you to get a higher love. Because remember 2020 and 2020? The transformation. If in fact, I think most of you, if not all of you, already know that a part of the mission and vision for Centers for Spiritual Living is a world that works for everyone. That's going to require a higher love. Come on now, to a person. I know you're doing your individual part, but you're going to have to up your game. I've come today to say, yeah, all that's good, and I appreciate you but you're going to have to up your game. You're going to have to bring a higher love in order to fulfill the law, in order to have a world that works for everyone, where the children are fed and cared for, where the elders are honored and safe, where folks of color are safe where women are honored and included and valued. We're going to have to bring a higher love, y'all. Ernest Holmes says you can never make the most perfect use of the law of your life unless your use is motivated by love. <laughs> bring a higher love to whatever it is you're up to. I'm going to ask that you join me in prayer right now. There's a part of me that feels like this message could just go on and on. You know, I have a service after this service. And there's a part of me that feels like that this talk in me, the passion that I feel about it, we can just do the part two. But in truth, everything in me feels like I've said enough. It's a you know, it's a mic drop moment. It's, a, it's complete in me in this moment. And that what I ask is that you, you join me in a vibration, in a frequency of a higher love, of a greater knowing, of a deeper, wider, higher empowerment and call to be and be more fully. Thank you.
think about it there must be a higher love oh down in the heart and in the skies above without it life is a wasted time look inside your heart and i look inside mine oh things look so bad everywhere in this world what's bad we were blind we try to see falling behind what could be family. There are truly many expressions of higher love, and gracious giving is one of them. 
Heart and soul thanks you for your gracious financial gift as we strive to bring healing into our world through all of the events and programs you've come to love and expect, like our amazing Mindfulness Summit. Truly, we are in this love together and we can't do it without you. And so there are many ways in which you can support Heart and Soul Center of Light with your gracious gift. You can send a check to our secure mailing address at Heart and Soul Center of Light, 5627 Telegraph Avenue, number 405, Oakland, California, 94609. You can also give on our website at heartsoulcenter.org slash give and even set up your gift as a recurring gift that will give on a regular basis at the time and in the amount that you specify or as just a one-time gift if that works best for you. Last but not least, you can text your gift to give at 510-500-5849. Whatever method you use to give is absolutely right and perfect, but you know it's also important that we have the right consciousness in terms of how we're sending our blessing into the world. At Heart and Soul, we have a tradition of blessing our good before it's even given. And so wherever you may be in the world, I invite you to take your gift in hand and perhaps place it on your heart or otherwise just pl place your hand over your heart and let us say our blessing together. I bless this gift as healing energy and send it into the divine flow of all good. Infinite prosperity circulates through me, through my church, and throughout the world, because I know God as source. Thank you, Revelo. Family, this is my opportunity to simply remind you of a few things. Um, there will be no Year of Miracles review coming on this coming Monday. That is tomorrow. We will resume on November 2nd. I also want to let you know that there is no Imagining Justice this coming Wednesday, the 28th. We will be returning on November 4th. Tammy Hall is still live on Thursday, though, y'all, 6 to 8 p.m. Pacific time via Facebook Live. Make sure you're supporting her and tipping generously. And every day, every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific time on Facebook, YouTube, and via podcast, Reverend Andrea's Point of Power vlog is happening. Make sure that you watch it, like it, and share it. We're giving big thank you once again to the Urban Mindfulness Summit. It was so good, and we are really excited about what's happening today. So we invite you to get with us today at 1 o'clock. If you registered for the conference, it's the same link. Um, and if you haven't, it's not too late. So make sure um, that you check it out, urbanmindfulness.org. Sorry, heartsoulcenter.org slash urbanmindfulness is where you can sign up um, to participate this afternoon. We kick off at 1 o'clock. And next Sunday is Music Messages and Miracles. We're celebrating our 11th anniversary. We're launching a new era. Lord, there's so many things, family. Come be with us. Uh, you will not regret it. And remember that it is also the end of Daylight Savings Times. You want to fall back on Sunday. Um, so make sure that your clock is set. Marcus Books is still in their 60th anniversary fundraiser family. Visit GoFundMe to support them and visit Kingston11Eats.com um, to get yourself some Jamaican food and support uh, our family over there. The Pulse meets at 11.30 Pacific time on Sunday's family. Um, email the Pulse at heartsoulcenter.org to get connected. 
and Youth and Family Village is still engaging in asynchronous videos. Uh, they are also looking for feedback from folks who want to see some other things for the young people. So watch what's available, heartsoulcenter.org slash watchyfv, and send email um, yfv at heartsoulcenter.org to ask questions or make any um, suggestions about what could be offered to the young people. And then I'll just remind you that there is prayer following service today by about 10 minutes and on Wednesdays at 7 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, no matter the situation, family, you want to ensure that you avail yourself to prayer because prayer is available to you at any time of the day. Allow us to support you in that way. And at this time, I welcome back our beloved Reverend Andriette Earl. Thank you, Sonia. I am still just having my own little personal concert of higher love, just singing it in my head, even as I am speaking these words. And I want you to know that it feels like, it feels like a higher love when y'all tune in from around the world. It really does. That's how it lands in me, like a, a higher love, because I know you're in different time zones and have other requirements and things uh, calling for your time and attention. And so I'm grateful that you tuned in today from Baton Rouge, from Maui, from San Jose, Costa Rica, from Compton, California, from Las Vegas and Jackson, Mississippi, from Aurora, Colorado, from Belgium, thank you, from Tucson, Arizona, from Atlanta, Georgia, from Denver, Colorado, from Arvada, Colorado, and from North Carolina. I want you to know that I am so grateful, and I know that it's the local folks that are really holding it down in the greater Bay Area, so I'm grateful for that. And I know that some of y'all don't even put it in. And I'm gonna ask you to put it in because one, I wanna know, and two, I also love this experience of just saying, hey, I'm glad that you're there. So do, beginning next week, let us know when you're from, when you're tuning in from out of the area. I want you to know just how much I appreciate that you are bringing a higher love. Thank you for that. I want to remind you that, well, first of all, let me just say that for all of my carrying on about yesterday, I meant every word of that. But I, I held back a little bit because I could only say so much and not just like fall out. I want to remind you that Ricky Byers, the high priestess of, of ancient wisdom, new thought, music, and song. She was, she, she had a concert. And her concerts are, are about consciousness and music. And so she is both giving us, she's talking to us, sharing with us, but also um, it's not performing, it is being the music that she writes. Oh, it's phenomenal. And I want you to know that the team is already planning for next year and Ricky has committed to being a part of that as well. So it's already good and it's over a year out at this point. So good thing. I want to remind you again that this afternoon at 1 p.m. Everyday spiritual and mental health. Hear me clearly. Everyday spiritual and mental health mindfulness practices. 
to a person, you want to tune into that. So be sure that you're going to, um, Sonia, did you already tell them exactly how to get a ticket if they haven't, how to get in on it? HeartSoulCenter.org slash Urban Mindfulness. I just, I know sometimes y'all aren't looking at the screen as carefully as we'd like you to. So I want to make certain that we're saying it aloud because you want to get in on this. Please be a part of this so we can get the goods. Yes. And it's all about, you know, it's a collaboration with our heart and soul center of light, health and well-being circle. And they're all about it. So, hmm. I'm going to pray us out, but I want you to know that a very special treat is the Inlovu Youth Choir from South Africa. And so we're going to close with their video of Circle of Life. And I really want you to experience this. Know that I love you beyond human measure. I know some of you might be thinking, you don't even know me. You've never seen me. You don't have a sense of who I am. I'm not talking about that kind of love that's based on who you are and what you've done and how I see you. I love you. I'm, I'm opening my heart, leaving my heart open, human to human, spirit to spirit. I love you beyond human measure. We are, in the words of Al Jarreau, we are in this love together. And there's work for us to do. There's a higher love that is required of us. And so in this moment, I am simply recognizing that right where I am right now, right where all of us are right now, the whole perfect and complete nature of God is in Costa Rica, in Belgium, in Arizona, wherever we are, the whole, there's not a spot. Come on, y'all. There's not a spot where God is not. There's a divine vibration within each and every one of us that is the divine, that is the living one, the strong one, that is vibrating, that's a frequency, that is a higher love. And that's a healing vibration that automatically supports our health and well-being, our strength, our courage, our fortitude, our flexibility. I am declaring, knowing that right where we are, God is, and all is well. Now I speak that word in the face of that that doesn't look well, that that doesn't feel good, that that, has cha that is challenging us. That doesn't change that at the core of it. There's a divine balance, a righteousness, if you will, there's an aspect of our beingness that has never been harmed, that has never been changed from its factory <laughs> preparation. Meaning that 
the whole perfect and complete nature of the divine that is each and every one of us, that regardless of our experiences, we are still whole, perfect, and complete. And so I speak this word from this vantage point and awareness. And it's from this powerful place of knowing that God is, I am, and all is well. That God is, we are, and all is well. That I declare the safety, the health and well-being. That I know that there's a shift out of yesterday. I know that there's a shift. Things are not as they were. There's a level of awareness. And awareness is curative. There's a level of awareness that many of us are aware of. I don't know the number that is critical mass, but I know that something has happened. That something happened in today's service out of the songs and the prayer and the words spoken. I know that something is shifting forever in the direction of our highest and best. And for this I give thanks. I give thanks for knowing the power of the divine. And the moment any of us speaks a word from love, from a motivation of love, you heard it in the message. As Ernest Holmes said, that love is the highest power. And then you heard Stephen Winwood's words, a higher love is what we're dreaming of. So we know that it's the power unto every word and activity and expression. And we know that when we are motivated by love, that it changes everything. And we have nerve enough to be standing in a dream of a higher love. This is the transformation for which we have all dreamed and prayed and chanted and meditated for. But we must be the change. Oh, I'm giving thanks for our willingness to be the change, to shift whatever is required so that we are the vibration of the outcome that we desire. Oh, I know that something quite magnificent is happening in us, through us, for us. the reality of love, a higher love, something quite magnificent. Just giving thanks from a place of gratitude and thanksgiving, letting go, letting God, delivering this word into the perfect activity of law that I know is love. <laughs> I let it be. I seal it literally for all eternity, knowing that it's not possible for my word to return void, knowing that it must absolutely produce and produce in like kind. So something for the believers, this is done. This is done. It's absolutely complete. And I let it be so by simply affirming, and so it is. Ashe. Amen. This, my loves, is the circle of life. Now, sing on ya, my baggy, see, Baba.
Give away! 